How does a free multi-camera home security system sound to you? I got your attention now. Check out First Guardian Security Services. My friend Jerry Forrest is the regional manager there. He can be reached directly by text or phone call at 769-823-0034. He's going to get you set up with a brand new free multi-camera home security system for new customers only. That's going to include a video doorbell camera, an outside camera, window, door sensors, and a motion sensor. Free installation. There is a one-time activation fee. He'll go over all that with you. You're also going to get a lifetime warranty on the whole system, and you're going to be able to save up to 20% on your homeowner's insurance, depending upon who your homeowner is. Check them out online, myfirstguardian.com, or just call or text Jerry directly, 769-823-0034. That's Jerry Forrest with First Guardian Security Services. Monitoring services provided by Vector Security. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am Clay Edwards. We're streaming worldwide at WYAB.com as well as the TuneIn app and Alexa. Just search WYAB. Of course, we're here locally in central Mississippi at 103.9 FM. WYAB. Bumping all across the airwaves in central Mississippi. Not quite from the coast to the capital, but we're working on it. Soon, one day, we'll be all over the place. Welcome in, everybody, this morning. we got a big show this morning. Big show. I've got Sean Yorkron in the studio. We're going to have Therese Apel in the studio here shortly, darkhorsepressnow.com. Massive, massive local story broke yesterday. Um, rarely have I had to pull over on the side of the road and collect myself because of a news story. But I did yesterday. Our friend, former JPD, top cop, Clinton police detective, Anthony Fox, was released, verdict overturned, and it was, Sean, am I saying it right, remanded? Uh, <clears throat> reversed and rendered. Rendered, that's what yeah, I was rendered. rendered. Which is, reversed and man- remanded is when they would send it back for a new trial. Okay. This was rendered where so, they're, um, that's, they, it's basically a judgment of acquittal. No new trial. No new trial, right. All right, we're going to get into that. Obviously, that's a huge story. If you've been listening to this show for more than a couple months, you know that we've been following the Anthony Fox case. Therese April has been all over that one as well. So we're looking forward to you know airing our uh, celebrating. That's actually what we're going to do. We're going to celebrate today. You know, the, the bad guys took one to the chin yesterday. The anti-police, anti-American uh, cabal that runs Hines County, took one to the chin yesterday. So we're going to take our victory lap today. As I was getting out of the car, we got some breaking news. It all happens at once, doesn't it? Yeah. We got some breaking news. Our our Christian freedom fighter, our son in Christ himself, Michael Cassidy, who went and beheaded Gargomoth, or whatever the statue's name was. Behemoth. Gilgamesh. Or yeah, well, I can't remember what it was. Right, He, it was a, he went and beheaded yeah, the, the, the head of Satan incarnate himself at the Iowa State Capitol. He's been charged with a hate crime. A hate crime for knocking down a statue. Well, if that is the 
If that is the baseline for what a hate crime is, oh, Democrats, we got something for you. Now it's a actually it's Baphomet. I just Baphomet the article well, Baphomet. That was Baphomet. Well, we got to get that right. The Democrats that touched our beautiful Confederate Civil War statues during 2020. Oh, hate crimes are coming. You can hear it coming down the track now. We're gonna get y'all. We're gonna get y'all. So look, y'all say a prayer for for Michael Cassidy this morning again, charged with a hate crime for knocking over a janky little aluminum statue of Satan, basically. Baphomet. Baphomet. I, <laughs> I don't even speak satanic. So that that's ridiculous. We need to make sure we give him some money. You know, so he's going to need to fight it, and I'm disappointed with... The headphones might not work. Yeah, we're, we're trying to... Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to resolve that. I don't know okay. what Kim Wade does in the afternoons with the headphones. God but, only knows. Uh, <laughs> well, then I'm just going to hope that what y'all sound like in real life is what you sound like on the radio. Yes, yes, yes. I, I don't I don't anticipate too many calls today. So they, that'd be the only thing you need headphones for. And uh, kidding with Kim, by the way. I don't know what happens with the headphones. So it's, it's a, it is a mystery. <laughs> yeah. Um. Therese, we were just talking about, but well, you came in at the tail end of that. We were talking about uh, local congressional candidate Michael Cassidy um, being charged with a hate crime for knocking over a satanic statue in the Iowa State Capitol. That broke this morning. Right. Or maybe last night. I'm just seeing it this morning. I mean, I'm sure you guys made the point, but if you knocked over a Jesus statue, would that be a hate crime? Or would it just well, be it, like, oh, that's religious expression? You know, let me say, I'm glad you said that. We were just getting started. I would not have a. I would have a problem with it, but I do not think that should be a hate crime either. No, I mean yeah. that. On the one hand, don't mess with my Jesus. But sure. on the other hand, like that's that's honestly, it's like burning a flag. I don't agree with that either. But it's yeah. it's an expression. It's going to destruction of property, stuff of that nature, all that. But yeah. let, let's leave the oppressed crimes out of this. <laughs> I think there. It must be. It looks like it's an Iowa State charge because I'm not seeing anything about the feds. It could. It could be. But it, it just could be the way the article's written. Anyway, I'm assuming it's kind of like the reason it would be lumped into a hate crime is like when. Like you did with the that Jewish synagogue was attacked, was it several two thousand eighteen? Yeah, and that was considered a hate crime against. Maybe they're they're loosely relating this to Satan, which again I think is ridiculous because we argued about this about a month ago that the the, the Satanism is not an actual religion. I think I think that's they, these people like actually said on their website that we're we don't worship Satan, so that kind of precludes that you're. We're just you're, fans. No, we're, yeah, yeah. It just it doesn't really. It right. doesn't. Yeah, it's not like being a being a Jew or a Muslim, and then somebody you know committing a hate crime because of that. Mm-hmm. And these these folks actually said we specifically do not worship hate uh, Satan. Right. So yeah. I don't know. Satan. I don't Funny know. Thing. That's how that's that doesn't really. But they make are. Re- but they are a recognized religion. Yeah, yeah. I guess they. Are, yeah, they. Are, that's right. Because for five hundred one c three purposes, I think we yeah. read they were. But these <laughs> folks at least are not subscribing. They're saying we're specifically not Satan worshippers. I were reading their Facebook page back when this happened. So, so they're going to be mad that somebody knocked over a statue of a dude they don't even worship. Yeah, essentially that's it. It was actually at the time if you went to their uh, Facebook page, it was yeah, man, that was funny. I mean, the comments on there, they uh, yeah, that, that's what they say. It's their we don't worship Satan. We're just kind of like you said, like fanboys. I guess <laughs> we're just we're not really we're not worshippers. We're just we just like him. I mean, <laughs> I guess know? Satan's becoming a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very uh, vogue to be a Satan, Satanist nowadays. I mean, well, and you know, I mean, you say that, but there's all the different artists that are putting satanic elements into their their music and their concerts and stuff. And I'm not even going to start the Taylor Swift fight. But oh yeah, no, we're going to oh, get into we're, that. We're, 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 we're <laughs> okay. going to. Yeah, yeah, we're going yeah. to. Yeah. We're going to. We figure we'll punt that to hour two. Sure. 
And um, figure we would get started here. Um, let's oh, see that's here. the next thing. It's going to be Taylor Swift has a statue of Baphomet in her bathroom. Let's knock it over. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> knock it over. Somebody's going to Taylor's house. Well, apparently in her, one of her concerts recently, she had a serpent on the screen, and it's the same serpent from something in the Bible. And uh, like, I can't keep up with all, the, all, yeah. all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like, look, I mean, I, if you want me to believe that Taylor Swift is a Satanist, she's going to have to at least step it up to Slayer levels with her music. I mean, she hadn't um, bitten the head off one bat. That's true. So. Yeah. I mean, Kiss ended up not being Satanist. Everybody said they were. Right. Was it Ozzy Osbourne and Satanist? It was Ozzy Osbourne yeah. that, that yeah. ate yeah. the but, bats. But remember, Knights and Satan service, Kiss. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm assuming every rock or metal band at one point especially in the 1980s were considered to be some form of satanist i mean do you was, remember the thing where you would play the record backwards and you could hear like yeah. satanic alleged that's satanic right. messages kill, <laughs> that's your, a, kill your parents yeah that's it yeah man it, it really talking to me one night well, those were the good old days weren't they though i was listening to a venom record <laughs> spinning it backwards in my bedroom my eyes lit up a different color started looking for the knives <laughs> Well, you know, there actually was, like, at some point I watched something at church as a teenager, and they showed how if you played Another One Bites the Dust backwards, it yeah. says, start to smoke marijuana. <laughs> That's right. Isn't there, isn't it one of the Beatles albums you're supposed to play backwards, too? I, I, I can't remember. Can, maybe. Can I, can maybe I just Helter Skelter. Say, yeah, maybe that's what mm-hmm. it is, Helter Skelter. Can, can I just Manson. say this as a... As a Christian and and a conservative and a person with a little bit of common sense, uh, fellow conservatives, this is how we lose touch with people. Yeah, is is uh, accusing everything we disagree with as a uh, is satanic. Right. Um, this is how we lose touch with people when we think that there's some massive psyop with Taylor Swift and the Super Bowl. Um, I, 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 I said this yesterday. We're going to talk about it in an hour or two, but I, I said this yesterday. I said this yesterday. I, 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 if you're worried about Taylor Swift being fl- influential over your child and getting them to vote, well, first off, your young adult, I guess, at eighteen, getting them to vote over to vote for Taylor to vote for Joe Biden or whomever else, then I mean, that's on you. You did not have enough influence in your child's life, right? You know, I mean, I don't have any other way to say it. You know, my my child is a little magnite. You know, MAGA. Sure, yeah. Am I saying that like a MAGAnite? A Mennonite? A MAGAnite? <laughs> I mean, uh, she, she's got MAGA gear. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that that makes me a better parent or anything. I'm just saying that that was something I thought was important to influence over my child, and that was something that worked. You know, there's other things, not so much, but um, if you're that concerned, I don't know. I mean, everybody's allowed a bad vote. I mean, Sean voted for Chalkway. Yes, in 2017, <laughs> okay, <laughs> there was and there was like nobody else on the ballot. Let's, let's, no let's, excuses. Let's, wait, no, I'm sorry. I voted against. That's right. Tony Yarber was running against him that year. Yeah, and Tony had you know. I mean, he. I don't. Even, I don't know if I want to well, say this on the radio, is, but so I mean, the deal you know. is, yeah, there were a lot of you know things that people said about Tony Yarber, but after watching all the stuff we just saw happen to Fox, yeah, I, I can't believe anything that ever came out of any of this camp's mouth ever again. Never. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I would would I prefer Yarber to be mayor? Yes, if yes. that was that's bring yeah, hundred percent. Right yeah, bring yeah. Tony back and the strip clubs and everything right. else everything. and all that. Everything, I you mean, know, I'll I guess that's better. Up. If you're at the strip club, you really can't. Well, our murder rate have, was way way less. Yeah, time. I mean, you know, we JPD was better. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was all a different different world back then, and we didn't appreciate it while we had it. 
No. Was, <laughs> well, I mean, because it was so, you know, yeah, there was all this other stuff that was out. I mean, it's yeah. just been a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just Good times. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm like, okay, let's go back to the Tony Yarbrough years of, you know, I'm just, I was Where's thinking about Frank the. Milton when we need him? And that was, the, you know, I got into that last time I was reading some stuff. Just this all reminded me a lot of that. And I think now we have this like view of, oh man, when we want Frank back. But if, if y'all remember back then, yeah, it was kind of like, was, wait a second yeah. here. What is he doing? Well, you know, it's not politics as usual. It wasn't. It wasn't you know, that. I mean, it's I, like, he, you want to be a disruptor. Well, yeah. you know, I thought about Frank actually a lot yesterday. Just uh, the um, don't you know, hold the thought. Let's yeah. let's tie. I know what you're going to say. Let's tie it all together on the other side here. This is the Clay Edwards Show in the studio. We've got Sean Yurkron. We got Teres Apel. DarkhorsePressNow.com. We are going to jump into this Anthony Fox stuff head first on the other side of this break. Also, I'm looking at DarkhorsePressNow.com right now, and uh, you must have been up late last night. I was up late last night, and then I was up early this morning. Teres has dropped an editorial titled The Prosecution of Anthony Fox was a bald-faced assault on the truth. I'm not going to be able to read it while we're in the studio this morning, but you can uh, throughout the day, again, darkhorsepressnow.com. I'm sure that this is, I can imagine where this came from. Yeah, well, and and I'll just say that the last line, if you want to know the tone of the, the editorial, the last line is, how dare you? How dare you? I like it. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Guys, I told you yesterday, I said, I'm, I'm going to be hearing from his Katie Stonington here soon. They're going to be ready to come back up here with Stonington Farm grass-fed, grass-finished, mRNA-free, antibiotic-free, steroid-free, unlike me. Free beef. <laughs> That's a joke. Get your testosterone today. Um, she said, good afternoon, Clay. This is Katie Stonington with Stonington Farm Beef. I will be going up to the Jackson area, Florence, Brandon, and Ridgeland on Friday, February 9th. That's next Friday for those without a calendar in front of them. Ground beef is on special in February at six ninety nine a pound, and I'm about out, so I will be getting an order this time myself. I keep telling you how good grass-fed ground beef is. It's it's better than deer burger, and I mean I know that we hold we hold deer in very high regard here in Mississippi. Grass fed beef is better than deer burger. I, I I will take that to my grave. That's going to be my hill to die on. And I, anyway, we'll you, put that on your gravestone. Better than deer burger. Uh, what a better time to buy some <laughs> beef before the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. So, oh, that's great. perfect. I mean, yes. this is I mean, a great time steaks, to buy some. They got it all. It's way more than just ground beef. They got all your different steaks. I'm telling you about that bone broth. You know, if you ever need a bone broth for anything, it is phenomenal. I got a couple pints of it frozen in the fridge and managed to cook with. You know, for all the different reasons you need bone broth, doing a roast, whatever. Uh, check them out. You can get every, anything from just one single pound of hamburger meat, one single ribeye, all the way up to a mini cow or whole cow. Get with Miss Katie today, and she can go over all those details with you. I don't want to butcher that, literally, pun intended. <laughs> pun intended. Pun intended. Uh, Stoningtonfarm.com. That's Stonington with two ends.com. All right. I just got a, a threat, y'all. On uh, I mean, people people getting wild on Facebook these days. This is on Instagram. I want Instagram you know, uh, from the gram. It says, uh, "Let's read it just for poops and giggles." Here, I'm going to yeah. try to decipher this. This is this is a Jacksonian sending a threat here. So you, the English is all thrown out the window. 
It says, you don't be knowing what the F you talking about. You just be effing running your mouth with no facts behind. Them watching who the F you talking about. <laughs> is she yeah. t- is, so is she telling me, I don't know. I, I, so what this is about is about the most recent jackass that got shot by the Capitol Police. Yeah. That pulled the gun out and shot at them. Got themselves shot. I don't be knowing what I'm talking about. I don't have to know. I know you pointed a gun at a cop. That only ends one way for you. We can break this down Barney style. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Pull a gun on a cop, you're going to get shot. Did they, they did. Those are the facts. Here's the facts right here. <laughs> I'm, holding, I'm holding a couple Fafo stickers up in here. <laughs> so the uh, suspect got shot in that, right? He did, he did get shot. He did get shot. What, did he, but he's still alive? Yes. Dang it. He lived the tell. <laughs> I mean, I, I know. I was, the <laughs> disappointment is real. That's where the DA's office were like, did the guy live? Like, yes. Ah, that's one case we're going to mess with. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, God damn I mean, but this, but this is what I, this is what we deal with up here as we uh, try to report the, the quote unquote news to y'all. I'm sure Therese has obviously been dealing with it way longer yeah. than I have. And yeah. she's actually tries to be, I don't, when I say politically correct, I don't, I just mean not quite as bull in a china shop as I am about these stories. Yeah, I try, I try to be Switzerland. Like, my job is to not be on anybody's side unless, I mean, I, I look at it this way. I do have a bias. My bias is the truth. So when it comes down to it, yeah, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to be quiet. I'm not going to cause a stir unless there's a stir that needs to be caused. And that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with the people that stir other causes. So I don't know if any of that made sense. I know what I was trying to say. I, it, it, makes, it, makes, it makes more sense than what I just read. <laughs> That's true. I'm just going to text back and by he after Annie found out next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, you know, last night there was somebody that was threatening Fox on um, Anthony Fox on Facebook and saying he better not come to Washington edition. Like, he's not safe out here, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, just kind of one of those like trying to, to menace a little bit. And so I talked to some of my cop friends and, of course, those things had been reported to the authorities they needed to be reported to but you know as it went on of course i made some comment i asked sean what's the the legal thing that can happen to somebody that makes those threats and he simply posted a link to what cyber cyber stalking statue yeah yeah so then of course you know this this woman continues and starts telling me how i'm going to get my butt kicked and you know she goes to sean's page and i just don't understand that that thing because what makes you crazy enough to think that's smart you know well, maybe some people uh, are not really happy about Fox getting out. There's like, a couple of them. Yeah, I mean, they're, I, maybe they're a little nervous now. Yeah, they should be. You know, well, Teresa, you, you don't be knowing. I don't be knowing. You don't be knowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing we do know a lot about, and one thing you especially know a lot about, is this Anthony Fox stuff. Sure. Um, I, I, I said this. I'm. I don't know why I'm keep mentioning this, but when I got the news, and me and you talked last night for a minute. I had a I had a I had a business lunch at Burgers Blues in Flowood. Be sure to check them out for lunch today. Went and supported them myself yesterday. I was walking out to my car, got in the car, and it was one of the lunches where I didn't have a chance to even pull my phone out because sure. it was just so engaging and talking. It was two people the whole time. Anyway, I get in my car and you know it's just a kind of a really quick and to the point text from Sean. Yeah, he said Fox Fox uh, reversal. And rem- and remand not remand Rend- yeah rendered, rendered him. and I was like I was like I said before I say anything does that mean he's free and uh and he's like yes I was like he's like I'm still reading just make sure before you say anything I called Therese 
and she's teaching a class or something. Yeah, I was teaching a public information officer class. And I'm like, we're trying, so we're trying to figure this out in in live time, kind of what's going on. Well, in, the, in that time that it takes me to, because it hadn't broke yet. I mean, yeah. outside of like legal circles, I guess. Sure. Kingfish had it up. That's where I saw it. First. Did he? He had it up first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Kingfish had it up. Yeah. He didn't have an app, so I don't. Just not always top of mind to go to his site first. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. Well, he had two things going yesterday. I was kind of following. Um, was the Martis thing, and yeah, and mm-hmm. then this. So. Yeah, the, I know. Look, and the, and the Martis thing. I, I know that a lot of people are very interested in that. I'm not a domestic violence case kind of follower. Yeah, but man, he went. But with that one, it's just like, wow, really. Well, and I, th- I think on that one, because we had all that going on in my class at the same time. I was teaching police officers, yeah. and so I had gotten the text that, like, something's coming today, and I was like, is it what I think it is? And, you know, we're going back and forth about that. And then got the – I when you called, I had just gotten the file, and I was trying to read it and see what it meant, but it was, like, what, 72 pages long or something like that. Mm. And uh, and meanwhile, some officers were over there, you know, because I'd kind of called a, a halt in the class while I figured out what was going on with Fox. They were watching the Martis verdict. And, um, you know, to those folks over in Flowood that investigated the case, that was a big deal. But part of it was because apparently this guy was a real jerk. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's it's one of those abuse of power type people. And, you know, so. Yeah. According to the comments on Kingfish, it didn't seem like anybody. I didn't know who he was. I'd never heard of him before mm-hmm. until this whole thing. And uh, they a lot of people didn't really like him. The one thing I'd noticed, though, on the, on the comment thread on there was people were like, well, he didn't get enough time. I'm like, the max is 20 years. So yeah. like he got 20 with three suspended, 17 to serve. I was like, what? I mean, he pled guilty. You do get some credit for that. Like, well, it's, you know, I, I, thought was, I thought it was a pretty, pretty harsh. I mean, you know, I thought it was a, the right kind of sentence is what yeah. I'm saying. Well, remember that we, you know, that, that now Facebook and all the social media has added that lust for blood you know <laughs> like you put up somebody you know something happened and somebody you know accidentally hit a kid with a car or something like that and everybody's like you know give him the chair <laughs> yeah i mean i was like you know if he went to trial he might have got the max but he pled guilty open right. you know in mercy of the court and uh and got seven i thought that was a pretty stiff sentence on him so. oh yeah anyway. um so in the meantime while we were kind of all that's going on I pull out of Burgers and Blues, I'm heading east down 25, and I get to the big major intersection of Fannin and the mm-hmm. new parkway there. And it was Sean texts back, and this, and this is all going on in about five minutes. He texts back, freed, no new trial. Yeah. I had to, I, I pulled over at Elson Brown and cried for a minute. It was just like a a, a a rush of emotion. Yeah. Because, I mean, and I haven't been as, quote, unquote, invested as, like, you have since day one. You know, because I didn't have a personal relationship with Anthony until after he got in trouble. Right. Not in trouble, but until after he got falsely imprisoned. Then I, you know, became friends with him. And I got really sunk my teeth into this thing. So I could just imagine what you were going through, his family. I was thinking about the, how happy, they, the, what the, the feeling they must be feeling. Yeah. His wife, his kids, his mom, dad, brother. And it was just like, man, that hit me knowing that how much joy they were about to experience or were experiencing. Yeah. Well, and and I did something very similar. It's like I I told the class, like, hey, guys, if I start crying out of nowhere, I'm really sorry. And they're like, no, no, we might, too. You know, it was was one of those kind of feelings. And and I kind of deconstructed that feeling all day yesterday. Like, why am I? Why am I? I mean, yes, Fox is my friend. He's one of my better friends. And, um, you know, so why am I feeling this? And part of it is absolutely that man needs to go free. And I'm so glad for his entire family 
and, and for him, and I'm glad he gets his life back and his job back and all that. But the other thing is, this was a fight, and, and it's kind of where my editorial goes, this was a fight against, I mean, it was right and wrong. Yeah. And and it was a situation where we watched helplessly while a man who was innocent of the crime he was convicted for sat in jail. And, you know, we, we saw the frame job coming. We saw it happen when Faye Peterson threw the other two out of her court, you know, with prejudice. We saw all this coming down the pike. And for me, the frustrating part was being a small independent media outlet – very few people were listening, and very few people cared. And it was just like, who's that cop that killed that guy? Did he get murdered? I mean, you know, just it was just hard to watch all the people who didn't educate themselves on what was going on and were talking about it, to watch the big media, you know, continuing to say George Robinson was beat to death when there was so much evidence to the contrary. And so for me, it was like a, a victory, truth finally you know, came to the top. It, well, it showed finally. Like, I, I think as 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 overwhelmed as I was with just the emotion of him getting out, and for for, for the family, it showed that the system can work. Mm-hmm. As as screwed up as it was to get to that point, there are fail safes. Yes, in it, they're not, they ain't perfect. You know, he shouldn't have had to sit in there like that as long as he did. Mm-hmm. This should have been looked at and said, no, bye. You know, but it didn't. But eventually it did. And I think there was a, a joy knowing that if it does happen to you and you know you're truly innocent, you have a chance to not spend the rest of your life in jail, however long, right. in jail. So there was there was a lot of relief from that standpoint, too, because I've told anybody that listened for as long as I've been listening. I didn't move out of Jackson because of crime or water or infrastructure. I moved out of Jackson because of what happened to Anthony Fox. And I said, if they'll do that to him, what in the world would they do to me? Right. And it's, you know, I even, as I've looked for land, you know, for a place I can put my horse, um, I found a great spot out in Terry. And the first thing I thought is, no, that's Hines County. You know? Yep. Well, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about George Soros funded Jody Owens. And we're going to continue to break down this Anthony Fox stuff. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944, 769-241-1944. I don't anticipate taking any calls this morning. Uh, we've got three of us in the studio. I don't know if we need to water it down any. We'll be right back on WYAB. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment brought to you by Burgers Blues Barbecue. Don't forget their Flowwood location is now open. As I mentioned yesterday, went in there, got lunch, had a nice little crowd in there. Uh, the, the patio's open. This weather is beautiful about lunchtime. You don't need a jacket. You don't need anything. Go sit outside on the patio. Enjoy a great burger. I mean, they got so much more than burgers. I, I'm telling you, I've been swimming upstream and trying all the different other stuff, and it's great. I love their chicken wraps, their salads, their Wings, their natural hot wings are phenomenal. They're monster mozzarella sticks. I met a friend of mine, uh, uh, Lisa Keynes, yesterday. Shout out to uh, Lisa and her husband, Josh. To, they bought a shirt from me, or a couple shirts from me yesterday. And she was saying, I'd never been to Burgers Blues, so I started hearing them on the show. She goes, And you're right, those cheese sticks are not cheese sticks, they're logs. And she threw her forearm out, like as the example. And, uh, oh, sorry if your mic's going on. She oh, yeah. threw her forearm out as the example. I said, Exactly. And, uh, but I, I got the Smash Burger yesterday, and it's still on special this month. It's like ten dollars for the Smash Burger fries and a drink, maybe. Anyway, don't don't hold me on, don't hold it to, don't hold the drink on me. It may or may not be included, but 
Either way, a couple bucks. If, if the $2 is the difference, you don't need to be spending the other 10 If the $2 are the difference, Clay owes you because he told you it was free. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, what I do is I turn a $10 plate into a $17 plate because I add an extra piece of meat to it, mm-hmm. uh, bacon, jalapenos, this, that, and the other. And I take the I take the special and turn it into the most expensive burger on the menu. But it was worth it at that still. Yes. And um, it was really good. And I was useless the rest of the day after eating a burger, uh, a double meat burger for lunch yesterday. But if there was ever a place to do it and it'd be worth it, it was at Burgers Blues Barbecue. Oh, yeah. Their stuff is so good. It, it is. Look, get by there. Check them out. They do have a blue plate special available to all three locations, Madison, Flowood, and downtown Brandon. Today is Wednesday. It's red beans and rice with sausage. And, of course, hamburger steak is available as an alternate every day for blue plates. But they also have a, a daily special as well. So it's only a twelve fifty when twelve fifty. He's checking the menu. Oh, well, I was trying to see if it was included drinks, but the, the it's so small I can't see from this far. So again, <laughs> don't hold the drink on me. I bet it does. So uh, it definitely does if you drink water. Sure, so, absolutely. All right, check them out, and don't forget breakfast served every Monday through Friday at Flowood and Madison. And this week only at the Flowood location, breakfast is fifty percent off. Nice. They got that's it, that, that includes chicken and waffles, their their chicken biscuits, the whole nine yards. So get by there, check it out. That's dine in only, fifty percent off at Burgers Blues Barbecue Breakfast in Flowood this week. Check them out online, burgersblues dot com. All right, Sean, Therese. yes, um. Where where should we start with this thing? With uh, Jody Owens, they have um, the Hines County DA's office. They have lost more. They've lost all their big cases here lately. Yeah, or, or had them overturned, or whatever. You have the the um, Napoleon Edwards, the cipher voice thing. That's a mistrial. Which I mean, and I bring it up because it's just if you look at the evidence, it's like really how'd you how'd you manage that? Mm-hmm. You know. If you and I know, never underestimate a jury in Hines County's ability to screw something up. I, I get that too, especially if you give them bad jury instructions. And we don't know like what kind of jury instructions they've gotten in these other yeah. cases either. Yep. And then they lost the. Does anybody remember the name of the woman the 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 white woman that killed the black folks out there on eighteen? Um, I don't recall her name. But the Beth, Beth Ann something. Yeah. Beth Ann White, was that it? I think maybe so. For the sake of this conversation, it's Beth Ann White. And that, they just well, had just that. in case there's another Beth Ann White, I don't want to say just, you know, yeah. I, I think that's it, though. We can Google. Yeah, it's yeah. Beth, the the drunk the, the, the drunk driving double homicide. That's, which that, To me, that's the saddest one of these. I mean, that's just terrible. Yeah, that's Beth Ann White. It is. Yeah, Beth Ann it. White. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. thank you. You got the Beth Ann White. It's a mistrial. Mistrial. And now you have this one. <laughs> should, shouldn't have, you know should have been anyway shouldn't he have gotten to this point gets gets reversed yeah and you actually had the attorney general of the state side with the defendant right on this and That's it was unheard unprecedented. Of, yeah it really is well and i think so all the evidence and and all the anecdotal evidence that i know of says from the beginning that the da's office knew there really wasn't anything to this case So my question is, as the daughter of a prosecutor, and of course, Sean sitting next to me here is a prosecutor or has been. um, Ethically, your job as a prosecutor is to work in 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 the side of justice. 
So to prosecute someone that honestly you shouldn't be able to convict is is a losing idea anyway at best, but also, um, you know, kind of calls you, to me your ethics into question. When you don't have the evidence and all the evidence that you do have points to being not guilty, why do you move forward? Yeah, I think um, what's what's interesting to me about it, I was kind of going through the opinion last night again, reading that, you know, what I've read about it. There's two two standards on this. There's was I think he was indicted for depraved heart murder initially, mm-hmm. wasn't it? And then he was ultimately found guilty of what's called culpable negligence manslaughter, which is essentially we, we don't call this, but it's an involuntary manslaughter. Like you saw, Alec Baldwin just got charged with an involuntary manslaughter, mm-hmm. and that's culpable negligence manslaughter. And you know it it had you had to prove for him to be convicted of that that he was there was such a gross negligence to invince a wanton and reckless disregard for the safety of human life. Mm-hmm. That's re- and what did, did what those acts, wanton? I saw that. That's, yeah, I know. You know these old school legal words. I have no idea what that, they mean. I put but. that in the same category as the word amuck. Yeah, or like malice like aforethought. You know, you're always like, there's all these words that yeah. every time I read wanton, wanton, I was thinking of wantons. Yeah, yeah. Which like there's malice aforethought, which has kind of been merged into deliberate design. But anyway, yeah. the um. Yeah, and uh, and you know, were his acts a reckless disregard for human safety? Let's put it that way. Yeah. And I, and and so you look at that standard there, and then you you compare the medical testimony to the lay witness testimony, and I think what you get from reading this opinion, and what I'm taking from it, is that the majority was saying we don't believe the lay witnesses, which I don't either. Looking at the at the medical testimony, it doesn't match up, like to me. Yeah. So I think that if you were reviewing the case, you're like you're seeing what these. T- Two people. So it was two people, I think, yeah. that said they saw that. And based upon what the me- your, the medical testimony is telling you, it's just not telling you the same thing. No. What they what they said they saw, and that's what the majority says. And interesting enough, if you look at the minority, the minority is kind of saying pay attention to the lay witnesses and ignore the medical testimony. Where the majority is saying don't pay attention to lay witnesses, pay attention to the medical testimony. You know, and the jury can weigh all that whichever they they want. But what? But just put it this way: What was your common sense? Like the medical testimony doesn't lay out what these two witnesses are saying happened. That he and the and one of the witnesses had an axe to grind. Yeah, one of yeah. them had been put in prison by Anthony Fox. Yeah. Um, and the fact that also, you know, there were so many other, and I know you know this, the history of it better than I do, Therese, yeah. but like the one thing that I also, I know Judge Peterson pretty well, right? Mm-hmm. I've known her for years and she was DA before and, and a criminal defense lawyer and a very, uh, I was really happy when she got elected. She, she knows what she's doing. Like she is probably one of the most experienced judges in terms of done it all, yes. you know, that we've got. And when she entered a directed verdict on the other two guys, I think at that point it's kind of pretty obvious where this where this is going when she's when she's when if someone with that kind of experience is looking at it and saying no this is not even going to a jury so that's where i think at the point where maybe that would have been a good point to drop it against fox Uh, in in my opinion real real quick tell people what a directive verdict is um well that the state basically the state simply the state hasn't proved their case and it's not enough to send it to the jury okay so well, and I think it's worth mentioning, and, um, you know, my dad always told me that you treat people who are in positions of of respect with respect. Um, so I'm going to say this the best way I know how, but at one point um, during, I want to say the sentencing maybe, um, or at some point, uh, Judge Wooten said, well, I don't know what Judge Peterson was thinking when she threw those other two out. And and to me, there was a feeling of, with all due respect, ma'am, <laughs> um, you're not a real 
I mean, she she said I was not a real reporter and I'd like to return that. You're not a real judge. A real judge rules with fairness and even handedness and no bias. And some of the things she did in there, no matter whose side she was on, were incredibly unprofessional. And I say that from, again, I've sat in courtrooms for years. I have, you know, even before all that with my dad, I've watched the process. I know how it works. And it felt like someone let their teenage daughter sit on the, you know, on the bench and, and you know, play Barbies almost. Well, and grieve, grieve out whatever their personal acts to grind exactly. or, or personal potential future benefit uh, could be. And, uh, you know, definitely don't want to get into making too many accusations or or, or whatever. But th- there's going to have to be a major investigation into this thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I would be, of course, nothing would surprise me when it comes to the federal government uh, doing anything. But didn't I would they be investigate shocked. it, though, uh, Teresa? You know, didn't they investigate it? I thought then they cleared them. I thought they isn't that right? Cleared no, no, no. The, the Department no. of Justice. Oh, cleared, they cleared, cleared, cleared Fox. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm saying. Uh, Jody Owens' office, the judge, the, somebody needs to go to jail. Was this case initially indicted by Robert Smith? Is that right? In 2019? Robert wouldn't indict it. He would I not think, indict it. No, I think um, I think he waited. If I remember it right, um, he. it's like it sat in purgatory. It didn't it, go to grand jury, nothing like that. I think Jody indicted it. Okay, because it happened in, in January of 2019 when Robert was still in office. Yeah. And I didn't know if he was the one who actually presented the case the grand jury and indicted I think it. did they get indicted in 2021 i think maybe is that i feel like that's right okay so yeah but no it was jody's office that i got indicted you it. i got you okay yeah i mean just I, I don't have a whole lot to add i just think that when you look at all this there's clearly needs to be an investigation as to in, into why did y'all continue to pursue this mm-hmm. where try to piece this puzzle together was it potential financial gain was it um, political gain. Pol- political gain was. Look, th- this has been a it's been a thing that's been whispered below for a long time. But Anthony was getting very close to some very powerful drug dealers in Jackson. Yep. And they benefit greatly, and whoever air quotes in the studio controls those drug dealers, or whoever is paid by those drug dealers, it, it makes a lot of sense on paper. For Anthony to go away. And, you know, that's the thing. At first, they tried to offer him a plea deal, like, just give up your badge and you don't even have to go to jail if you plead guilty. And he wouldn't do it because he wasn't guilty. And um, they they tried to, you know, tell the other guys, like, hey, man, if you'll just, you know, testify against him, just say what we want you to say and uh, and we won't prosecute you. Yep. And, and neither of the other guys would turn on him either because they didn't do it. But the thing that I have to look at here as someone, as an investigative reporter is when you have gross negligence, even then you can't concoct something like this. If, if the DA's office and all them were that negligent that they just messed this up, this was just a big mess up, it's, it's impossible to have this big of a mess up without some design. Hold that thought. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We don't have but about a minute left for our top of the hour break. I, I want to give a shout out to somebody in particular on this, kind of who, who stayed the course and uh, a friend of Anthony's, uh, Dwayne. Dwayne. Oh, Dwayne Holiday. Dwayne yes. Holiday was uh, one of the admins on the Free Anthony Fox group every day without fail. 
posted praying for Fox, praying for Fox, hashtag free Fox. He's one of the first people I thought of when uh when I saw this. It was just that trickle down effect, and I see Therese about to. I'm tearing up over about here. About to lose a little bit, but <laughs> um, but I, th- I started thinking about people like Dwayne, and uh, again, the conversations we had when Fox's parents came out to the uh, storm, the the tornado fundraiser, and his brother, yeah, and got to sit down and meet him and really hang out with him. And I said it last night on my live feed, uh, about probably about half in being induced, but I was like, man, when when <laughs> when the time comes, you know, we were raising money for for them. We're gonna raise some money for. For Anthony, because I mean, look, you lose your income for two years, you just have to fight this. You lose your income, and you have to fight this legal fight. Right? There's gonna be there's gonna be a need for for Fox and some money, I would assume, and uh, we're gonna be there to help do it. All right, look, let's take our top of the hour break. When we come back, we got more. We're also gonna hit Tay Tay, literally. Wait, hit her. All right, you've tuned back into the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It's hour two of the Clay Edwards Show. Guys, testosterone, get your levels checked today. Go to menshealthms.com. Got all the contact information there. They're doing free testosterone screenings. And, uh, man, get your levels checked, experience what it's like to get everything back right. Are you dealing with obesity? Uh, anxiety, lack of sleep, uh, erectile dysfunction, uh, some some premature type issues, all that stuff. These are things that might possibly be affected by low testosterone. Morning wood, if it ain't there, it's probably low testosterone. Anyway, get over there today. Let them check you out. And look, man, they way more than just testosterone screenings. They do it all there at Men's Health. Of Mississippi, they can be your normal, just your regular doctor. They're also my regular doctor, my my, my personal physician. I think is what they prefer to be called. They're my family physician. And uh, ladies, look, don't sell it short. Testosterone is very important for you as well. Um, you know, if your levels get off, if you get a little bit, a little bit too much of the uh, what's the what's the opposite of testosterone called? Estrogen. Estrogen. I can never remember that word. Uh, your estrogen levels can get wonky. Uh, let them check you out as well. They got a women's clinic upstairs. They do all the anti-aging stuff, all of that, Botox, everything. They got it all at Men's Health of Mississippi. And it, it, the women's version is called Women's Health of Mississippi, too, upstairs. <laughs> it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's a one-stop shop there. But uh, like my, my girlfriend goes upstairs. She loves the service she gets. Um, a couple other friends who have gone over there to get the testosterone, their wives or girlfriends now – Go upstairs. People are finding that it's a very useful place for more than just, uh, you know, getting your testosterone. So uh, check it out, menshealthms.com. Get the year started off right. You know, get on it now. In uh, four to eight weeks, you'll really start seeing a difference. Sean's been on for, what, six, seven months now? Since uh, last June. Yeah, yeah last so June. Than I mean, that, yeah. Six, seven months, yeah. Six, seven. I mean, it, it, his, his body type is changing. I mean, he he works out. You know, but still, after forty, trying to gain muscle is not an easy task. No, yeah, keep weight off is harder too. Like it's harder when you keep going through it again. You yeah, know, you just, I feel like I, I eat like chicken breast and tree bark, like to make <laughs> sure. I mean, that's pretty much what I do. Like to stay like. Otherwise, if I don't, if I like look an Oreo, I gain five pounds. I mean, I can look at it. Well, that's why I just eat them. <laughs> you just eat them. I just, yeah, might if as you well. eat them, they're not there to look at. So yeah. <laughs> if I'm gonna gain the five pounds, I at least want to enjoy it. 
right. Uh, so check them out. Menshealthms.com. Free testosterone screenings now. Located right out there in Madison, Mississippi. All right. Let's see here. We we dug pretty deep into the Anthony Fox stuff, and it's just I want I, I want to beat it up because I want people to understand that good beat evil, literally. Yes. Yesterday, that's right. That was definitely a victory for the good guys, and and in the end, when you look at this whole thing, it was right versus wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know there were people on the side I consider wrong that probably thought they were in the right. Yep. But one of the things I said in my editorial on, on DarkHorsePressNow.com today is that, you know, part of what I had a problem with in this whole thing, and I've written about other friends of mine that, that have gotten, you know, convicted of things, and I never stuck up for them because the facts bore out that they were guilty. When you look at this case, it's like, there was one side that was pushing a narrative that they they did not alter no matter what the facts said. So it was he beat this guy to death. He beat this guy to death. He beat this guy to death, even though you've got all these medical experts saying there is no evidence that this man was beaten. Um, you know, it was, you know, at, at one point, even one of the prosecutors got up there and she said she disputed the fact that. Part of the story was Anthony Fox was at church with his family when he got the SWAT call out. They were called out to go look for the guy that murdered a Jackson pastor. And so she got up there during, I think it was during closing, and said, he lied to you when he said he was in church. Well, what's the point in that? That has nothing to do with whether or not George Robinson's death was at his hands. What they tried to do throughout was just use things that are not even real. They just told stories that they wanted people to believe in order to manipulate the outcome of this case. And for us as the people that are, are in this community... For us to sit there and just allow that was beyond what I could do, which is, you know, why you and I did what we did. And and I I have such I'm so offended at the gross misuse of the power of the district attorney's office, whether it was intentional or not, because that is supposed to be a place where you go when you have integrity. That's where you fight for the people who can't fight for themselves. And you know what? There was never a time in this that Anthony Fox was able to fight for himself, because even in the courtroom, when his attorneys would try and and put up an argument, they were shut down by the objection of the prosecution and the the sustaining of it by the judge. Well, I stand by my statement that I've been saying. I know that George Robinson's death preceded George Floyd's, but make no mistake that that whole circus and the attention that a case like that can bring on to a DA and a mayor and a city, you make no mistake, they wanted their own Jacktown George Floyd. Right, they did. And and, and they wanted the, the, the only problem they had is they didn't have quite the racial dynamic that they were hoping for, but uh, Fox was absolutely... Derek Chauvin in this, in the, and they wanted Fox to be Derek Chauvin, and that's how they tried to paint it because they wanted to look like they're out. We're out here; uh, these cops killing black men, right? And, and they, we're going to take this, and we're going to we're going to run this as far as we can, and we'll all benefit politically and our careers and everything else. Well, but you you use David, I mean uh, Derek Chauvin as an example, but the problem is, I mean, even if you look at those facts, something that Derek Chauvin did did cause a medical condition yeah, it's within. It's a case. But but that said. You know, yeah, you're right. They were they were looking for a scapegoat, and I think they had been waiting to for Anthony Fox to do something they could get him for it anything. Was, it was the perfect storm. They it was. wanted they wanted him. Yeah. Then this happened, and then this other thing happened over here, and it's like this is our chance to make this make sense 
public sentiment is this right now about cops and black guys getting killed and this, that, and the other. We're going to take advantage of it, and we're going to make a problem go away. Right. It, I mean, you guys might remember this better than me, but wasn't the mayor out on TV about this whole thing, The about – George Robinson, you know, yeah. being, I feel uh, like at some point like, he was. I yeah. felt like I felt like I just remember him like seemed like he was pushing it a lot. Yeah. That's kind of the impression that I've got that he was a he was a big force behind pushing this, which is you know I guess he thought like I think Clay was just saying for you know political advantage that helps his narrative of of everything. I mean, it's kind of been his that's kind of been his theme, isn't it? Though, I yeah, mean, it's, the it's, radical it's, city, blah blah blah. Yeah, it's I'm you know, and it, it's very anti police. He's had that. I think we all agree that like he's yeah. been about the most anti police mayor that we've I, that I in my memory. That's why more people have died in a four-year period under him than any previous regime. Very much to this city's detriment. And he's got blood on his hands, if you ask me. Uh, I mean, what do we, what, it's been what? uh, We've had 12 murders so far in the city. Yeah, like seven in seven days at one point. I mean, it's, it's been, it's a, it's a bloodbath. North Jackson turned into a scene from Grand Theft Auto in five five o'clock traffic on Monday night. Mm -hmm. Just some innocent guy got shot in his, you know, in his car. And I saw Joseph Wade on TV talking about it. And you could see that he's kind of got pain in his voice over it. You can tell that he is not really you know he's really concerned about what's going on and i really do and i know i i I know on this show we we keep harkening back to the mayor but i believe he is the cause of this escalation in violence i think that's he's definitely the cause for this like he's 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 the yeah he's he's done nothing but impede the police and at every turn that he can and i think that's why now you're seeing the result of that which is just, I mean, it's it, it's like the Detroit and RoboCop this month. Well, right. I mean, that's the way I feel about right. it. Like, it's that kind of bad that's Well, going I on. remember throughout, he always denied that we had a gang problem in Jackson, yeah. even though there is, again, a, a straight denial of evidence to the fact that there are gangs in Jackson. And I trace that right back to the fact that he used to be the defense attorney for mm-hmm. a lot of those gang members. I was going to say, what you have here is a mayor who was raised in a generation of ghetto heroes, you know, these drug dealers, these rappers, all this stuff. His dad was the attorney for Tupac. There's a little bit of cachet to that. His dad's in a Tupac video, you know, in the courtroom. You know, there's just. But I just, like Tupac. I do. Yeah, too. I was like, that's kind of, I would have I would have been but, Tupac's attorney. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I get alive out yeah. that. I totally would have done that. Well, you know? no, I'm, obviously, I like Tupac too. Yeah. And, but I'm just saying that there's this expectation. He's kind of the hip hop mayor, you mm. know, and I, I hate to disrespect hip hop by comparing it to. To him, but there's this there's this culture, and uh, growing up in South Jackson, I saw it. Growing up, growing up, growing up, using drugs and running with dope boys, I, I may be a little more understanding of what I'm trying to say than I can expect other people to be. But there's a culture of what we call like ghetto heroes, mm-hmm. you know, just absolute scumbag trash guys that we put on a pedestal because they beat the most people up, they f- did the most drugs, sold the most drugs. They were just like. The trashiest person we could find that did it better than anybody. Yeah. And those were our heroes that we looked up to. And in my culture, you kind of grow out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's inevitably you're like, All right, my pants going to fit. I'm going to grow out of this. You know, I actually want to do things with my life. Um, in other cultures, more urban cultures, there does not seem to be a point where people say, I want to lead the past in the past. Mm-hmm. Or they have the ability to lead the past in the past. And we know that Chalkway grew up with a silver spoon. Sure. Yeah. Make no mistake. Yeah. But there was plenty of guys with silver spoons that came to Jackson every weekend to play hard. Well, and, and what I hear on the streets is that a lot of those people that he's working so hard to take care of, they actually mock him. Because he's I'm not sure. one of them. But he does what they want him to. He's there. Any he's guy there, that wears skinny jeans. Any guy that wears skinny jeans is getting made fun of in the hood. <laughs> Well, and you know, I mean, and just go back to what I was saying here. Like, whether he's pushing the prosecution of Anthony Fox, 
he's fighting HB 1020, which he did. You know, he's yeah. having he's having town halls on the Capitol Police. Everything he's uh, if he's this he's, is all factual. It's all factual. Yeah, he's denying. He, he he objected to the tag readers. If I remember mm-hmm. that correctly, everything he's doing is something to like further or at least assist crime in some capacity. That's not fighting it. There's nothing he's doing that like I'm a, the only thing he's done, in my opinion, to actually you know curb crime is hiring Chief Wade. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. the only thing. I well, can he think had of. to do that at you that know, point after I mean, after James Davis, um, who was not built to be a police chief. Yeah, you know, and who was very clearly under his thumb. Um, that he had to do something that made it look like maybe okay, sorry guys, like we're gonna pretend like we're fighting crime here. And Joe Wade is exactly the right man for the position of sure. police chief in Jackson. It's just at this point, like what you know, how do you stop what's going on now as a result of what has been allowed to go on mm-hmm. um, by this administration? And and the thing I have to look at is if you are running a company and you're running it into the ground, it's either negligence. I mean, and, and, you know, I think that's that's honest. Sometimes you just are not built to be a business person. I'm not. Or, I, yeah, I, I'm I, not either. I, and and the, that's... I, I can be the face of something. I yeah. can be the voice. I can be the best salesman there. Right. I ain't built to be the top guy on the business side. Right. And that there's nothing wrong with that. And if that is what is wrong with the mayor, then that is so sad. But the other thing is maybe you're doing it for something else. What would be the point of running this city into the ground? What would be the point in bankrupting this city of all the blood on the streets, of you know making sure that drug dealers are not prosecuted, of all these things that we see going on currently in the administration, both in Jackson and Hines County in some cases? What What is that for? What What are we looking at, guys? Because, because the, you know? the, it, uh, my guess, uh, I think I may have hit this yesterday, I, I used to assume there was a master plan. Does it, maybe it's a hundred year plan, like the Marxists. You know, they're 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 trying to turn this into the Republic of New Africa for their grandkids. Yeah. They won't even live to see it. I don't think they're that smart. I think they're just living in the now. Like, how much can I divert to my pockets, right. and be damned everything that collapses around me? And I think it's sometimes it's just that simple. This is yeah. the the greedy people getting reparations one way or another. I do think there's a. The people in the community, everybody, and I'm talking about white and black folks, are recognizing this, though. That's what I see, at least. I don't yeah. know if you all notice that. I think it's – well, it's hard not to recognize, right? I mean, we're going to point – forget about the crime. The traffic signals don't even work. You know, we have a, we have a trash problem that's going to happen here again. We have – you know, we have constant infrastructure issues. There, there's nothing positive that's come out of his administration. It's been, it's just regressed the city. Mass school closures. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. which, right, exactly. I mean, so. Which needs to happen, but it's a bad situation that you're in that, that it needs to happen. Right. And I saw a report, I think it was on LBT or ABT the other day, where Kenneth Stokes was out there trying to close a road that there had been a barricade there and there was another murder there, you know, and the city had moved it. And, you know, people were just being interviewed saying, like, I mean, there's, there's yet another killing. What are we going to do? So it's not, I think your average citizen in Jackson sees that this is a complete disaster oh, yeah. like i don't think there's any i've not seen anyone out there maybe he's got a contingent of people that you know like him i, I bet that's diminishing ever so fastly uh, yeah. but i think the majority of people are, are clearly see what's going on because it's never been this bad in anybody's lifetime I don't, I, yeah and the problem is still though i mean if and granted it's the election has passed or whatever and and he was reelected. i i just i don't understand because even before that election, I, you know, again, when I'd be working a case out in the streets of Jackson, they would be talking about how we need to change. We need something different. You know, the people that that voted for Antar, I have no idea where they came from. 
you know? In, in 2021. Now, we got an election in a year now. We oh, got, yeah, we, we, do, we got yeah. one more. Yeah, which is actually kind of, you know, when the year changed to 24, I was like, you know, only one more year and maybe we can actually beat this right. guy and something can be done. And, you know, I don't know who's obviously on this station. You got Kim Wade says he's going to run. I don't know who else is throwing their yeah. name in the hat other uh, than that. The so. guy from Utica that moved back here or Bolton, one of those, one of those, he was a mayor in one of those towns. He's moved back to Jackson, hmm. going to try to run. Um, Chris Hinkle just hit the nail on the head and, or, and said it a little bit better than I can. You know, as far as I, I've been, I've been saying that they need Jackson to be in the condition it's in because you get a lot of government funds to, for the medicine, not the cure. Where are the government funds going? And it just said right here to, to get federal funding to fix a perpetual problem that's never solved. The NGOs, you know, we've actually sort of looked into this a little bit. I say NGOs. That's what I call all their nonprofits. Uh, go look at all the businesses and nonprofits that Lumumba's are involved in. I think it's, if I, it's either 13 or 26, their name's on at the Secretary of State's office. Right. And then start looking at, okay, well, I know the sister. I know for a fact the sister gets federal funding for the or got uh, grants and stuff for the strong arms of Jackson stuff, which one of the few things I do support, but I'm sure that – it lined her pocket allegedly to do it, you know. So th- there's all that money. There's there was this. We know for a fact. Well, I say we assume for the fact that they're steering these minority contracts for stuff. Yep. And that's why the they raised all the hell about the water, losing control of the water. I mean, do you know this guy? This guy will run on and celebrate the fact that he screwed it up so bad the federal government had to step in to fix the water, but he'll say, "I got the water money." <laughs> Yeah, and also, you know, as soon as the federal government or anybody else says we're not going to help or we're going to help the way we see as helping rather than the way you want by giving you money, then it's a race thing. Yeah, and then they try. His sister and her, one of her community groups, tried to sue to get back for the city to have control of the water because they didn't want the white guy doing it. These are their words, not mine. Mm-hmm. They, a white guy don't need to be in charge of the water in a black city. My God. If you if you said that in Pearl or Brandon the other way around, it would be a mutiny. Well, yeah. and Henry Wingate called him out for that too. That's yeah. exactly what he said in his opinion. He said, like, you know, you're using something that white people used against us for generations. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's. I mean, I thought that was a really good point. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm going to read y'all's text messages. I promise. Uh, a lot of good stuff in there. We'll read them when we come back on the Guns and Gear text line. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Therese April, DarkHorsePressNow.com, and Sean Yurkaran. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey guys, get out to Reliable Rental Equipment right there on the corner of Meadowbrook and North State Street this week and check out the air tow trailers. I'm sitting here looking at a video on Brad Patridge's Facebook page and go see Brad, man. You may remember him. He was a constable in Rankin County for a long time. He's uh, one of their sales guys over there at outside sales reps over there at uh, Reliable Rental equipment good folks but look man these these airdrop trailers are just so neat because you know i had to move a safe one time not too long ago we use it we use a regular trailer with a drop you know a ramp these drop all the way down to the ground flat and you can just roll it up yet sorry that's okay that's cool roll it up and so if you got a big toolbox a safe i mean like you don't think about oh well clay it's only like a two two or three foot little ramp you can't roll it up Try rolling a safe, uh, one of the big gun safes or old school safes up, or just anything super duper heavy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, man, you can rent these air tow trailers. My buddy Johnny had to move one of those massive toolboxes the other day. He rented one, said it worked like a charm. 
And uh, you can also buy them. They're the exclusive dealer in the entire southeast with these air tow trailers. Google them, and you'll uh, see what I'm talking about. Maybe it paints a better picture for you. Uh, guys, instead of renting a rollback, uh, uh, instead of renting a rollback uh, tow truck to, to move your uh, scissor lifts and stuff like that, these were those were perfect rolled onto one of these things, and that way you can just uh, use your own truck. Anyway, save the delivery fees and all that. Any, neither here nor there. I can think of a bazillion reasons to use an air tow trailer once you visually see it and you know what I'm talking about. Also, speaking of rental equipment, they got it all at Reliable Rental Equipment. Taylor Outdoor Portable Lighting, Generators, uh, all your tractors, dozers, heavy equipment, skid steers, zero-turn mowers. They got it all right there. Need a rollback dumpster? They got it. Need a crew to fill up that rollback dumpster? They got it. Uh, plumbers, you need a backhoe for the day, don't know how to run the backhoe, they got the backhoes, and they have the operators that you can rent by the day or pay by the day uh, to, to run it for you. Maybe save a little money not having to uh, use an outside contractor for your job. Check them out online, ReliableRentalEquipmentMS.com. Shout out to my to my, to the Chimney Doctor. He's one of our listeners. He's been uh, using Reliable Rental Equipment since hearing about him on the show. So uh, we appreciate you supporting our sponsors. Uh, Chimney Doctor. The well, way to get your business a free plug on this show is to support our sponsors as your business. So, good stuff there. All right. Therese Apel, Sean Yerkeron here in the studio. Guys, I said it to open the show. Therese has a, when I, I haven't read it yet, but I'm going to call my shot like Babe Ruth, an amazing article. <laughs> an amazing editorial. Editor- editorial, yeah. I'm sorry. Up at darkhorsepressnow.com. It is the top story. Um, she really peels the onion back on this Anthony Fox verdict uh, reversal. And just, I'm guessing just the whole, just everything, right? No, that was, I thought about doing that, but I, this is more of just an editorial. This okay. is just, like I said, it was a bald-faced assault on the truth. Okay. Well, I, I cannot wait to sit down and read it. Let's read a few of the texts off the Guns Let's and Gear it. text line. Mm-hmm. And look, guys, I ain't got to tell you, but get out to Guns and Gear, Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. I see Hunter and the team. They just bought nearly 200 uh, guns in an estate sale type, type thing, a bunch of Stuff that you've only seen in magazines, now available at Guns and Gear, Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. All right. You know, these are the these are the texts I like. Yeah. Because these right here bust up narratives at the door. Okay. To tomorrow, Kim Wade's saying. It says, keep it up, Clay. As a young African-American law enforcement officer, I love how you keep it real. Been listening to you for about two months now. Good. So, fellow, whoever you are, thank you. And uh, thank you for what you do. And uh, thanks for the words of encouragement. Absolutely. You know, man, I get called a racist a lot. And I, do you know, out in the, out in the real world, I, I see more black people, let me, let me rephrase this, more black people approach me mm-hmm. that thank me and listen to the show and appreciate what we're doing here and get pictures and all that stuff than white people. Yeah. You know, and, and I appreciate that. Well, it's like I always say, the truth has a sound and the people that are listening for it recognize it. Yep. I had a... Uh, I was eating lunch with two business people yesterday that are going to come on the show as a sponsor, and there was a black lady named Pam. Pam, if you're listening, good morning. Sitting across from us, and she's like, is that Clay? She was like, I just shared your video with the car sliding backwards up the hill uh, to my mama in Chicago. She said, I love what you do. And they sat there and said, man, that really busts up some narratives, doesn't it? Yeah. I said, absolutely. I said, if I get more of that, then don't get me wrong. There's people that hate me. I get it. But, you know, we ain't worried about them. Yeah. Uh, okay, now back to the topic at hand. Um kind of reading these from the top down it says a uh, unknown texture i was a driver with uber for just over a year 2794 trips 
here in the Tri-County area. Met a lot of good and decent people that lived in Jackson, and all the time, I never met one single supporter of the mayor. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Uh, Jake says, with, a, with, with as corrupt as Hines County and Jackson are, it's not very hard to figure out how Chalkway got reelected straight out of the Fulton County, Georgia playbook. Nothing would surprise me. I Yeah. Nothing would surprise me on that. Nothing would surprise me. I'm sure Chalkway and Fannie Willis are good friends. <laughs> um, uh, Reagan can uh, send a few national topics he would like us to hit. We're gonna stay. We're gonna stay on this one today. I do appreciate your input there, Reagan. Can uh, Dread is finding us uh, the clips of of Chalkway that y'all were talking about earlier. I'm sure there's some clips. Yeah. Well, we've got our media guy. Okay. Looking for them good. now. Therese got a question for you. Okay. Says, do you know if Qtelis will be tried again for the Jessica Chambers murders? So right now, Murder. Quentin Tellis is in in um, prison in Mississippi, serving out the rest of his term for that. Um, I guess credit card abuse. No, no, sorry that that's the burglary conviction here in Mississippi. Um, then, when he is done with that, he will go back to Louisiana to be tried in that case. Um, and then once that is done, I think they, you know, they're they're in the decision making process because the question becomes when you've had two mistrials and those are very expensive cases. You know, the the Panola County can't necessarily um, shoulder another one of those cases. So right now, no, there won't be at the moment. Uh, but I think that's something that is a consideration for future years. How long is he in jail for in Louisiana? Um, well, he's, I mean, right now he's he's up here in Mississippi. I'm sorry. Um, he's serving out the rest of a, what was left. I think he he had five years left last year when they brought him back. Okay. Um, so, so we're looking at another four years or so. All right. Um, you know, that's going to be one that I know we talk about at some point. Yeah. yeah. You know, we, we, which we did do it when we first started doing these shows. We did do like a throwback yep. and really dove into that when it's in the pot. It's available in the podcast. Just uh, go to Clay Edwards Show and search Therese Abel or Jessica mm-hmm. Chambers and you'll probably see it. Let's see here. Um, Haley says, and I guess she was probably in the courtroom during the during the uh, trial, the Fox trial. Mm-hmm. She goes, "How about the eyewitness that pointed out a bailiff as Anthony Fox in the courtroom?" Oh yeah, that was in the um, in the Desmond Barney and Lincoln Lampley trial um, when they asked him to point out Anthony Fox. He pointed out, I believe, David Lindsay. I don't think he pointed at the bailiff. I think he pointed out at Lindsay. Oh, did he? I think so. And that said, I wasn't in that that um, trial. I was watching it on the um, whatever the the thing online. Um, on the Guns and Gear text line, John says Fox got out. What about cop? Let me read this. Fox got out. What about cop hit and killed person? I, I think. I think what you're talking about is he's probably talking about Dexter, Dexter Wade. Wade. Yeah, De- De- Dexter Wade. I, that was accidental, man. You yeah, know? I mean the cover up. I, I, I'm sorry, I, it's incompetence. It wasn't a cover up. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even incompetence. The guy's driving down the road and somebody walks out in front of him. You know, unless oh no, they not can that. Different. I, I'm just talking about the the uh, mom not being notified, whatever. And that was also the coroner's office and not Jackson Police Department. Yeah. Like they tried to frame it. And this story too, by the way, I know I, know, I get calls from friends around the country about this now i'm sure y'all yeah, probably do yeah. too and they're like and people act well, i'm not saying it's not a big deal and i don't want people to take this the wrong way but 
like cities have paupers' graves, right? Every like this city is has, every yeah. city in America. Like I it feel, I feel like some people don't know how government functions and when things happen. Like somebody well, dies, that, we that, don't. That, that feeling is correct. Yeah, yeah. they don't. Yeah, they don't. Very true. Like yeah. like when people die, you don't know who they are. We can't just leave them on the street. Like yeah. we just, I mean, that's not. What, well, it's not like this shocking. There's a 300 unnamed people. Every city's got this. Yeah. Every city has this. Well, the other thing is too. Back in the day before the internet, you know, you wanted to know about something, you researched. You yeah. had to like go look up newspaper articles in the microfilm, and you had to pull out the encyclopedia, and you had to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, well, I saw on TikTok that blah blah blah. That's a great you know? point. It's yeah. like, oh my God, there's Jackson, Mississippi's got three hundred and something people in an unmarked grave. Uh, we've never heard of this before. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have. The, like, the, the mayor, yeah. that. I have actually, I had to say, I agreed with Chalkway on something the other day. He had, okay. they actually had to come out and do some fact or fiction yeah. on the pulper's grave thing, and I, which I did that a few weeks ago because I got tired of people constantly sending me. Did you know about this in Jackson? I'm like, first, it ain't in Jackson. Yeah. Let's just and look. I'm quick to point the finger at Jackson mm-hmm. as quick as anybody. Not in Jackson. It's Raymond. There's a big difference. Um, anyway, I just kind of went back and forth. With people, I'm like, this that you get is drive through Jackson with all the addiction problems you have, poverty, homeless people. Um, we'll just hit those three right there. Yeah. Do you you don't think that there's what do you, what do y'all think happens when these people die? Do you think their families just come get the bodies and give them a big ten thousand, twenty thousand dollar funeral? That's what I was telling right. somebody this weekend. Same way I put it. Like, I mean, do you think we just have like a parade and every time someone? I mean, I, you know, it'd be great if we could afford that, but that's yeah. not what happens. I mean, right. is there incompetence right. in the coroner's office on notifying people? Absolutely, the coroner's incompetent. I mean, yeah, yeah, the coroner, Sh- uh, Sherm, Grisham, Stewart, whatever. I'm sure th- there's but, a lot of times they have no way of identifying someone or, or not identifying or finding. You know somebody's family. I'm sure there's like pretty innocent cases of the people that are in there sure. that are that they just don't know. I mean, and uh, I mean, yes, there was incompetence. I'm not saying that in you know these cases, but when you're like they're they're trying to make it seem like there's 300 people and it's all just a big cover up. I'm like, no, it's not. Well, and, and, and right. it's not. And Dexter Wade's mom, who is George Robinson's sister, coincidentally, and that's all it is. Coincidentally, right? Mm-hmm. You know, she she tried to uh, suggest that. The, I don't want to say that the, him getting ran over. I'm sure they would, wouldn't mind suggesting that. But the cover up was his payback to her for suing the city. I'm like payback. The city was in on you suing them. Well, and that's the thing. Like I said <laughs> in a right. Facebook live that's yesterday, that like you know, if this is retribution for what happened to Anthony Fox by the city of Jackson, you know what? The city of Jackson did not back Anthony Fox. No. They did not care about what happened to Anthony Fox. You know, so that to me sounds like a Dennis Sweet narrative that he put out there to try and make his his client look better. Sean, take, uh, the, take the closing statement. Well, I was going to say is it's just like we were going to get into Taylor Swift and how Clay and I were talking about how ridiculous conspiracy theory is. <laughs> this is how ridiculous that is. Like some yeah. some off duty like happened to see a guy walking on the interstate and he oh that must be somebody that's related to so and so. I mean, come on. Like, yeah. Yeah. Let's let's stop the insanity for five seconds. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know? again, it, it's called a coincidence, uh, <laughs> and I don't always believe in them. But this is going to be one that I, I don't always believe in every conspiracy theory either. But it, come on, man, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on WYAB. Guys, this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over. At Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's, get out there today for all of your uh, pizza eating needs. Man, they got twelve different specialty pizzas. Of course, you can build your own pie. Uh, can't settle on uh, one pie. Can't settle on two pies. How about try three different ones? 
own one pie. I, I've learned to start calling pizza pie. <laughs> it makes for easier conversation, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's called the uh, Wheel of Flavor. Check it out. You can try up to three different specialty pizzas on it, or you can just try the pig, pig, pig and uh, save the rest for later, and you will not regret it. Check it out. 12 different, 12 different specialty pizzas, nine different frozen daiquiris on tap and available for carryout and delivery. That's right. You can get the pizza and the daiquiris to go. Um, can't beat that. Check out the full bar. Every Saturday night, they've got um, a live DJ in there after 9 p.m., kind of once the the family dinner type stuff is over, it turns into a little disco. So you can get disco and pizza to midnight. I dig what it. What a deal. Yeah. I would have loved to have had a pizza bar when I was going out. Oh, yeah. Like the techno or whatever kind of DJ, uh, 80, you know, throwback stuff and um, and good pizza and pasta and all that other Remember stuff. Remember when we were kids, it was like you go to Mazio's, you play the jukebox, and your dad got a beer. Heck yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I was, was trying to remind somebody. Not too long ago, I was like, you know, you used to could get a beer at Mazio's and Pizza Hut. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know, true. Had, had draft beer, and that seemed perfectly normal. Yeah. And Does somehow, Mazio's exist anymore? Yeah. There's yeah. the one in Richland and oh. the one in and Brandon. And one in Clinton, right? Yeah. 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 The one in Byram is now a T-Mobile store. Okay. Yeah. That's a shame. I'd been gone from Byram for a little while, and of course, I had not eaten that Mazio's. It had gone downhill. I had not eaten that one in a long time, but I just kind of come over the hill there and looked to my right, and was like, when did the Mazio's become T-Mobile? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so get out to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's located right there at Fan and Mart on the Res. Open 4 p.m. to daily. 4 p.m. to daily. 4 p.m. to midnight daily. Go see Chip and the team. Tell them we sent you. Look, man, we've got a good, que- a good question here. Um, Sean may be best to answer this one, but Therese, if you know, feel free. How does the Fox verdict being reversed affect the civil suit brought by the victim's family? That's a good question. Um, I don't know that – hmm. is it going to – In my mind, it disqualifies it. But yeah. unless they're still saying that he would have never mm. died if he had not been – had any engagement with law enforcement. But Yeah. I but, mean, there's a – well, it's a different standard, in, you know, in a civil case. It's preponderance of evidence, whereas uh, in a criminal case, it's beyond a reasonable doubt. So it, it's, 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 a, it's a just a, – it's a totally different standard where you'd have to prove that Fox did this beyond a reasonable doubt in the criminal context, which has now been reversed. Now, it's kind of like the I'm give you an example of that, the O.J. Simpson case, where he was found not guilty, um, you know, because they couldn't prove the case beyond a reasonable doubt. But in the civil context, he was found guilty because it was based on preponderance of the evidence. So I still think that you could, there could still be a, the civil case could still go forward based upon that standard. I would but think the pro- that. But, I mean, I think we can all agree, and clearly this is why it was overturned, is the preponderance of evidence showed he was not guilty. It well, seems that way. Well, reading the opinion, it's not. It didn't. What it didn't say that he was. Let me put it this way: It didn't say that the court's opinion doesn't say he's not guilty. What it says is they didn't feel that the lay witness's testimony was sufficient, right? Whereas based upon the medical testimony versus that, now the minority had a different view, where they said that we felt that the lay opinion testimony was sufficient, and that it, that should it should not have been reversed based upon that reason. They would have only reversed it on an, on the jury instruction of accident and misfortune, which is what the minority opinion. So yeah, no, I don't. I mean, so it wasn't like they're saying they're just saying that they the majority saying that that testimony from the lay witnesses was not sufficient based upon what the medical testimony was essentially they're saying that the lay witnesses were not telling the truth the medical testimony says hey look this could not have happened the way they said it did and that's what the Mm -hmm. court's opinion said based upon that medical now i don't know that that's you know 
I think that's going to be different in a civil context because you, you only have to prove this beyond, beyond a uh, preponderance of the evidence. And will that testimony from the um, the lay witnesses in the civil context get past that burden? Probably so. Now, of course, in the civil context, they're going to be able to introduce the medical testimony and how the jury weighs that is another issue, too, which I would think they're going to, you know, hopefully they would weigh it in the favor of Fox and that portion. But I just don't know. I don't know how that would it's going to be up to them on that context. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's a different standard, though. So. And then, of course, Hines County jury trial. Yeah. You know, and yeah, most, I mean, most, most people are going to settle to avoid losing. Yeah, I mean, I think they probably the city. I mean, in the city is they're suing the city of Jackson. So, I mean, I think the city's probably going to settle. Yeah. I mean, I would think so. Interesting. And then they got a back to back. They have a back to back with her over the Dexter Wade stuff. Yeah. Assuming well, the, they claim they'll blame the city. They're going to sue everybody. And just Dennis hope get Sweet's something. just going to stack up, you know, cases against the city and see what what sticks. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an easy victim. Yeah. If that's what you want to call it. Yeah. It's like you know they got they got they got attorneys on staff. We're going to sue them. Um, if we get something, we get something. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's, I mean, like I said, in the civil context, they're going to have to, did, you know, they're going to try to prove that by preponderance of the evidence. And I think um, you, you're going to have to introduce the same medical testimony that you did in the criminal trial, to pr- you know, prove that that was the cause. And so, um, you know, I don't know. Um, I, I My guess is they're going to settle it. That That's where I'm going with that. Yeah, I'm going to guess it. But I don't know that the criminal thing's going to affect the civil case. I don't think it's going to. Um, I got a little update from our... From our, uh, I'm not sure who this from disregard. Um, I think that may be dread. It's kind of long. I'm going to skip it. Um, for now, uh, Jess says, "I love how they." Oh, that's about the threats. Um, Blake says they need to go after all those witnesses and the medical examiner that lied under oath. This is a lot of moving parts to this thing. I don't did anybody. I don't think he lied. I don't. Uh, I don't think Levon. I think he. I was reading the testimony and Therese was there, so he yeah. could probably tell you. But it seems like he just the way he interpreted it was that there wasn't. It was not consistent with what the testimony was by those two lay witnesses. Well, and so the thing is, there was um, at one point. I think Levon said that there was a broken rib, and they were able to show that there was no rib fracture whatsoever. Um, there were, what I got off LaVon more than anything was this wishy-washy, like, well, I mean, it didn't have to be Fox that made him die. It's just, you know, it, it was, it was very, um, he was very weak. He was a very weak witness, but in the end, you know, it was like when they'd say, is there any proof that he killed him? Well, I mean, he was there was kind of the answer. Um, well, well, he didn't conduct the autopsy either. He just was interpreting the report, wasn't right, he? That's right. what I thought. Okay. He didn't actually. So. Which, is, which is routinely done. I mean, I've done that many, many times in, in murder trials where we have the pathologist is not. The way our, that's another issue, our system with our pathologist is here. And, you know, at one time it was even worse, I think. And right. um, Let's take a break real quick. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in. As we get ready to land the plane for the day, we got about a minute left. Guys, take a victory lap. We didn't get to, and not because of Anthony Fox, but because y'all didn't have to hear us talk about Tay Tay and the Super Bowl. (laughs) There's always next week. Um, Therese, great work. Thank you. Great work. Staying, staying on the ball and, uh, and and seeing this through. Can't wait to the opportunity to talk to Anthony. Yeah. Uh, Sean. As always, thank you. Uh, your expertise and experience on a show like today is uh, 
priceless. Absolutely. And I think that's what makes us all kind of a pretty good team. Callers, te- uh, callers. I'm sorry for not answering the phone today. We just had too much going on. Uh, textures, thank you all so much for the great text. If I didn't get a chance to get to you, I will try to get to you at some point today. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. Sean and I will be back Friday. We've got a little special guest in studio Friday for a few minutes. We're going to be debuting a world premiere song with Storage 24 for a few minutes as part of their promotional rollout of their new album. So uh, Baby Fred and the crew will be here in the studio. It's going to be a wild day Friday here on the Clay Edwards show, but I will see y'all back tomorrow. And uh, Therese, I'm going to keep you a phone call away as the story develops. And sure. hopefully Anthony gets out here in the next few minutes and we can have a real celebration. Uh, so guys, prayer does in fact work. I will see y'all tomorrow. See y'all tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.